Okay, we're live. Okay, uh, we are live. Come back to Zoom here. Okay, all right. So we are here, uh, Hall of Mirrors podcast. We're here with uh, Stephanie Thorpe from the, you want to say it one more time yeah. for Stephanie? So yeah, sure. Um, I'm Stephanie Thorpe, and we started the Nurses and Healthcare Workers United um, in response to the mandatory vaccination rules that are being pushed all throughout this country um, for healthcare workers. So today I, I saw um, in the comments section all the positivity, especially when you posted that you're doing this today. Uh, can you just talk real quick about the viral post that that happened and and what it means to you guys uh sure just because of all the you know all the hate that's out there it's ridiculous and misinformation misinformation for sure um so i think all of us are very pro medical freedom and having the right to say and do what you choose with your body um i believe that the right to your body if we lose that there are no other rights left for me um, you should have the right to say what goes inside of your body. I actually kind of did a poll before um, we started this to see what everybody else's um, views are and why they were making this choice. Because as you've seen, we have quite a few Facebook members and Telegram members. And, you know, a lot of people are stepping up to the plate and saying that they don't believe in doing this and mandate. Um, so a couple of the reasons that I got were that it's experimental and it's not approved. Um, they, and, and honestly, a lot of the healthcare workers are actually seeing these things with their own eyes um, rather than what is being shown to them um, or to the public, really. Um, so the side effects are not being reported when they are seeing them, and they're seeing that happen frequently. Um, there are people who are concerned that there's no manufacturer liability, um, and there's lots of concern about that, especially if you do get injured or something does happen. Do you think that's a, a reason why the FDA is not approving these? I don't know, to be honest. Um, they do have to, I know that the clinical trials are all continuing until 2022 and 2023, depending on um, which one you're looking at. Um, so I believe they, they have to wait until after the clinical trials have been completed. Um, that's my understanding. Um, they're concerned that we advocate for our patients, that they are able to do what they want with their body. And we are not, we shouldn't be coercing them. So why are we being coerced ourselves? Like the foundations of nursing are that your patient can decide what they want to do with their body. You give them the appropriate information about what procedure they're having, what medication they're taking, and they have the right to make that decision to say yes or no for themselves why do we not get the same rights that they do, that we are advocating for every single day? Um, I know there's a lot of people who are concerned about drawing the line between body, my choice. You know, we're able to view that in other areas when it comes to certain procedures, but now it doesn't matter for healthcare workers that it's my body, my choice. Um, why do, why do you think that why do you think that is stephanie why do you think um, that i think i think the reason that they are coming after healthcare workers so vehemently with this is because they're trying to also convince the public to do it as well that's okay. my personal thoughts is that it's an attempt of coercion to 
you know, we've done it to the healthcare workers. We've done it to the police officers because New York is mandating police officers as well. Um, it's going into all areas of society. And I think it could be an attempt at coercion of the public as, as well. And they, they still haven't gotten the message yet. I mean, I, I think the people have spoken, you know, just with the numbers alone. Definitely. Sure. And, and I, I, I mean, honestly, a lot of, I, I've been getting messages constantly going, I thought I was the only one that felt this way. I thought I was the only one that, that, that is, was going to say no. And they're very surprised that there's more people that feel the same way that they do. Yeah. And just it definitely feels like it's something that we don't really talk about in healthcare. We don't yeah. talk about this between ourselves. And, and just to, to clarify, you're not anti-vax uh, in, um, in general. You, you are basically, in this conversation specifically, we're spearheading is ultimately a, this is my choice to get vaccinated Correct. or not. You're, you're not telling anybody, and, and I think it's important to get no, that out in, on social media. No, because this, is, this is about your choice to do what you want and be presented with the information. Um, I'm concerned that the public is not being presented with all of the information to make an informed decision. Um, and that's the real concern between a lot of care workers sure. is that we're not giving the correct info, they're not being given the correct information. Right. And I think that's the major crux is, you know, it took a podcast to get 60,000 people involved from all over the country. And I don't know if you saw on our podcast earlier, I put out where everybody's from. I think we've got every state in the nation represented, except Hawaii, I didn't see, but British Columbia, we've got Canada represented. So now we're reaching uh, all over the country. And, and like you said, we're, we're not alone uh, in this. Yeah. You're not alone in this. Every, every healthcare worker in, in the nation has, has this, you know, that doesn't have to feel isolated. And uh, sure. Randy and I, we, we feel humbled that, that you're on our podcast to talk about this. Oh, and it's not, thank you. Yeah. It, it, we're, we're, we don't want to spread a, a message of negativity or, you know, or sure. try and, you know, that we've been accused of being a fear mongering and we're not, we're, yeah. what we're trying to do it's is about freedom. There I have is. received some crazy messages. I accidentally found the spam folder. That <laughs> right. was a oh, bummer. Yeah, that was a mistake. That will, that will happen for, for but, sure. I mean, you know, and there's some people that have very deeply held religious beliefs and they don't believe that they should be defiling their body in any way. And that is another reason why people are not doing it. And that's been, uh, you know, an option for a really long time. So, you know, there are people that have, and they have medical problems too, where, you know, they're struggling right now with their chronic health conditions and don't want to exacerbate or have any other additional problems. That's also a, a big deal. Sure. So, so we, we've got about 183 people and, and growing uh, watching us live right now. Well, so thank you to everybody that, that's watching. What advice can you give? Um, obviously, you're, you're, uh, you're kind of spearheading this out in your area. What advice can you give the, the healthcare workers here that if they're being forced to take, take a vaccine and, and they're really, once again, like you said, they feel alone, what can they do? Uh, what, what can your organization do to help? Um, it really, so the, we have mandated to, um, take it by October 1st. 
Um, there are a couple of exemptions here in Colorado that are available um, and you have to apply for those. Um, and we don't know how many of those are going to be approved. Um, so that's religion and medical are the two options that we have here in Colorado. And it varies by every state. So, you know, it just depends on what state you're in, um, what options and exemptions that you have. I know somebody um, so, that has a, um, sorry, it, there's such a delay. I know somebody that has a, a pretty serious disease, no cure, you know, and um, they asked for a medical exemption. And this is from maybe the number one hospital in the, in the country. And they told this person no, uh, because they did not have enough evidence to support. That, that is going to be a giant issue. And it boils down to the ones that have written exemptions before have been made an example of. And physicians are not comfortable writing those exemptions. And that's, or they, or they truly don't believe that there is the ability for this to cause a reaction. That's, I've heard that as well, is that they're like, this isn't related. We're not listening to what you're saying. You know, you come in and you say to your physician, you know, I got this uh, four days ago and today I've had a horrible migraine and they're being told that it's not related and that, that, that their medical condition after doesn't matter. And that's happening everywhere with the exemptions, with people who have gotten it, they're being turned away and told that their problem is not real. And that's a real concern that healthcare workers are seeing as well. Yeah, it's, sure. it's crazy. Uh, I, I know a person very close to me uh, and she developed after her second shot, uh, the, the most extreme autoimmune conditions to where she's going through the whole rheumatology workup at a major hospital, you know, Correct. stuff's happening. So um, I want to get to some of our, our people that are watching here. Um, uh, I believe it's Sher Sherry uh, asked, is there any specific wording or are there any templates that our, our healthcare workers can find uh, specifically for religious exemptions or even health exemptions? Are it, I'm sure there's attorneys working on this somewhere. Is are there? You know, we have had very, very hard time finding any lawyers that are willing to take this on. And it goes back to the same thing. The lawyers are fearful that if they take this on, that they will receive serious consequences from this, including loss of their license. I just want to say so that before we go any further, just we're not telling people what to do. We're not giving it. No, not at all. Oh, absolutely. We're just we're clear that up right. because, you know, we're, people are going to be all yeah. over. This. Right. And when we're trying not to get sure. deplatformed, because right. if, if 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 we are just the, the conduit to get totally. information out, we don't get deplatformed. So um, I and, see it all the time. So right. We're talking uh, more support what we can do to work together uh and there there are a lot of paperwork out there and exemptions um through a couple of different websites um the um I, uh, now i'm losing my train of thought of what it was called um there's a couple you can reach out to me um i do have a couple of templates i know childrenshealthdefense.org has templates available um the national vaccine injury program has templates available um so if you go to those websites they have availability and information about how to obtain those exemptions. Okay, great. And then what we'll do offline is we'll, we'll get uh, you know, uh, some uh, websites you know, and, and whatnot. And I'm sure we will repost this on YouTube and I will sure. we'll have all the, the tags, links. all the links, correct. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm just once again just going through. I, you've got we've all got some support here. Uh, yep. I, that's abundantly clear. Well, Mike's reading that. I, I just still can't. I cannot wrap my head around. Oh, you know, five hundred thousand shares to bring definitely us. it's a very hot topic and you know that's why i feel like we need to speak out and let people know that they are not alone and that there are options and that this is still experimental the it has not ended and that there are several violations of the nuremberg code that could be happening because of this um i don't know if our or if you're educated on that at all but, but it I is a just posted something yesterday in our in our uh podcast and the, the doctor speaking at the white coat summit uh correct talked about it. yeah yeah um so that's another concern with what's going on with this um is that there is you know it's it, it it's based on it's the it's the foundation of an ethical principles of experimentation and it includes you are required to give voluntary consent you can't you should not be coerced or forced to do anything if it's defined as an experiment um so that is another concern as well that we are being coerced into doing this as a condition of employment right a condition of continued employment or, or even pre-employment now right yes, mm -hmm. yes. pre-employment I'm, I'm hearing that as well is that the new hire people are being required to do it before they get on before they become hired how about nurses going to school online and don't aren't going into clinical for at least 12 months and are st still being forced to take a vaccine being um, that is usually due to the clinical facilities that they will have to rotate through and those are the ones that are are requiring it and so the but, school's hands are kind of tied unfortunately yeah, we know though so much can happen in a week, so much can happen in a month. But when you when you have a student that's twelve months out, right? You know, it's right. And we, we've got so much commentary going on uh, in so far as is that is I I'm in med school, uh, you know, I'm finishing up nursing school, and now they're 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 dropping this on us, and I don't know what to do. Correct. I'm scared, and you know, I I don't necessarily know, and and. I, I'm not the industry expert, right? And again, if we're, we're playing the flip side of the coin, are are there doctors and nurses that are, you know, that, that are doing this every day, much like you have and, and everybody on this chat, and this is just kind of a, a counterpoint saying, I'm okay with getting vaccinated. And it, what, what reasoning would they have? I, I guess, why is there so much uh, you know, kind, kind of such a big split in the ranks for this? Um, I I, be, I, I truly believe that it's really just that they believe that the people who are not participating are the ones that are making people sick. And it's just simply not true if you look at the data. It's just simply not true that the ones who have chosen not to take it are the ones that are getting people sick. It's not true. It's not true when you look at the data. We're seeing um, multiple, multiple news articles coming out that they're having breakthrough cases. I saw an article that there was a hospital that had 233 employees that were infected and they had all been vaccinated. And these people are still carrying infection and they are they could potentially be getting people sick. And that is where the divide is, is that they believe that we are also getting people sick. But there's not really a lot right. of data to support that. And and do you do you think that the it, this has to do with you know the CDC, Dr. Fauci, uh, and then this is you know 
not giving us a solid answer, right? As, as humans, we want, we want proper guidance, but when you're changing the kind of changing the game every week, right. every two days, the goalposts are moving correct. constantly and they, and, and it leads to mistrust. That's essentially what it comes down to. It leads to mistrust. And especially with the, go ahead. I was say, he, the man has a history. It's not a great one. No, it's really not. Um, if you actually look at the history of where he has come, but I think the the big trigger is now that there, you know, a lot of people who had went and got vaccinated, you know, expecting to be to go back to normal, to take their mask off, to be able to live a normal life, and now we are moving the goalpost back again. And they're like, why, why, why? If this works, and you know, I'm supposed to be okay. Why are we doing this? Why is all this stuff? coming back? Why are the masks restarting? Why are they wanting us to do this again? Sure. So, you know, obviously we've had a huge evolution uh, in, in the past 12, 18 months. You know, it started with, this isn't anything to worry about. And then, oh, well, we just need two weeks to stop the curve. And then everything shuts down. And now we've got this vaccine. Um, and, and, you know, they really rallied around this vaccine. And, and now, now we have to put the mask back on because there's a Delta variant that there's so many unknowns. What's next? If, if, if you, you know, and I don't claim that you need to be a fortune teller on us, but you have a better, you know, finger on your pulse. What's next with, 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 with all of this? Um, I'm concerned that we will see more variants um, of different degrees coming from this. Um, and I'm not 100% sure that it's not coming from the people who have done it. Um, so there's been talks and concern that 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 is what we are seeing spread is the people who have done it and that they're not being protected because the efficacy of it is not great. There was just a study that was put out yesterday about it, um, that it's not effective, it's not working. You've seen there's been stories of Israel, I think it was real, they don't, their, their efficacy was only 39%. They're still having huge outbreaks, they're still you know, it's, it's not, it's proving itself not to be as effective as everybody was hoping, what but I truly believe that we will start seeing more variants and that, that things will ramp up for sure. What about shedding? Um, there's a lot of controversy about shedding. Um, I know that in other vaccines that has been proven that it does happen. Um, this technology has never been used before, so we really just don't know. We don't know. We don't know what, what it's going to do. Um, we don't know what's in this vaccine. We so really uh, do you want can you can you expound upon what shedding is for those that are watching that don't know that right. what that is? Yeah. So shedding is when you're injected and you could possibly be spreading the disease or the infection through things like urine and feces and it, you're you're shedding activated live virus so you can be making other people sick after getting the inoculation um, it's specifically with measles mumps and rubella we do see that a lot um, is that you'll see the the shedding um, process but again this is technology we've never used before in humans we, we don't know but and you also have it, shingles. Shingles is another one that 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 is um, could possibly be shedding as well. If it were happening with COVID nineteen, it could be spread as easily as droplets. Uh, right? We have no idea, no clue. It could be spread through urine, feces, droplets, sweat, uh, saliva. We don't really know. Okay. So we're 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 still going through the this commentary. Uh, 
it, go for it. Um, so a lot are talking about the herd immunity, natural immunity. Um, what are your that, thoughts that on that? I, I, me and many other healthcare workers are very concerned that we are saying that the natural immune system doesn't work. And, you know, there are healthcare workers who have gotten COVID who do not want to take this vaccine because they have natural antibodies and they have proof of natural antibodies through testing. And that is still not enough. Then no doctors will say that their natural antibodies are enough to protect them. And it is, it's concerning. It's, it's really concerning that, that we're saying that, that, that man-made medicine is better than our natural God-given immune systems. And right. a lot of healthcare workers are concerned about that. So, so so if I'm a healthcare worker and, and I, I'm in Indiana right now, what would you recommend I do? And, or, you know, in, 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 with, I'm not, and I'm not putting this on you per se, but, you know, is there a forum they can join, uh, you know, your, for, uh, uh, your forum somewhere? I want to get the information out because while we are a conduit for this information and we're glad to share sure. it, you know, I, someone's not going to reach out and say, hey, Mike, what do you think about this? Yeah. I can give them an opinion of a Northwest Indiana guy, right? For sure. There's a lot of organizations out there that can help with, um, I'm sure there's an, an Indiana coalition of some kind um, that you can reach out to in your local state. Um, and if you contact me, I can try and help navigate that and figure out um, your who you can reach in your state. But every state has some kind of a coalition that you can join and meet up with, um, and they can help you navigate because every state's uh, procedures and laws are different. And every health facility's procedures and laws are different. So it's kind of hard to give a generalization of what you do because it depends on the situation and what you're facing. Stephanie, uh, where you're at in Colorado, are you guys unionized? Um, we are not at the facility that I work at. There are a couple that do have a union and I'm not sure I haven't heard anything um, because the ones with the union have not been officially mandated yet. I know here. So in I'm Indiana, not sure what their stance is going to be. Got it. Yeah. Here in Indiana, uh, where we're located uh, for sure, this whole area is not unionized. We're on the state line with Illinois going to Illinois and they're unionized. I was just wondering you know. Yeah, for us, it depends on uh, per. It depends on the facility and the company that has um, has a union or not. Yeah, there's a real fear in Indiana. You know, uh, they, they've they've gotten the paperwork. They know it's coming. I think they have until September. Um, so. For sure. Um, uh, the advice I would give with the religious exemption is to please keep it about your religion. Please keep it about your relationship with your higher power or whoever you believe in. Be truthful. Main, yeah, be truthful yep. about what your relationship is and how, and how this goes against your religious beliefs. So nobody can tell you what your religious beliefs are. Nobody can can say that your religious beliefs are not valid. Yeah. So uh, one of our, our viewers here, uh, Chris, uh, this is actually a really good question. Uh, he he asked, "What about?" immune boosters that are over the counter are they effective and once again this isn't medical advice but what have you heard about the holistic stance um i have heard that it is it is working very very well 
Um, and they are, you know, compiling data from their own offices and their own clinics, and they are proving that they're, they are keeping people out of the hospitals, they are keeping people recovering, and they are keeping people from needing ICU level of care with some of the natural treatments if started quickly. Great. What are these made out of other than, I mean, it's got to be vitamin C, D, do we know what these are? Um, usually zinc and quercetin. Um, zinc is important because it helps um, get the medications into the actual cell. Um, so that is why that piece is important. But usually you're right on vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, quercetin. Um, you've got quinine. You can take that as well. I'm immunosuppressed myself. Thank God I haven't, you know, received, you know, COVID. But uh, yeah, it's been, it's been quite the... Uh, the, the last year you know. for sure yeah, and, and you know we're, we're not denying that there's uh we're not virus and pandemic deniers oh, right no we way. know it's here um sure. and and once again i just want to reiterate for those that are catch, catching at the back end of this is we're not telling anybody uh on this video not to get the vaccine we're no, uh, it is we're your not. choice make sure you do your research you know, look at alternative sources that you may not be normally looking to. There's a lot of information out there and you should be well-informed and be viewing all of it from both sides in order to make an informed decision. Exactly. I asked you about that because, I mean, I take vitamin C and D and, and you know, multivitamins, everything just to keep my immune system strong. So, yeah, it's important. You know, we, we need to do things that are preventative. And unfortunately, they're not sharing a lot of the preventative things. And there are healthcare workers that are seeing that as well, that when you do show up, they're not having a lot of treatment options for you. And it's concerning to the healthcare workers that we are now 18 months and we still don't have a ton of things to offer people that are working. Before we went live, uh, we were talking and, and you said you had some news from your... Yeah, they, um, the, the mayor of Denver has mandated um, uh, mandatory for um, high-risk facilities, including jails, um, homeless shelters, hospitals within the city of Denver. Um, and that was announced literally like maybe four hours ago. Wow. So um, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of more people that are maybe looking for answers, help, information. Yeah, what, what we found actually through, through through the conversations we've had is this isn't a unique situation to healthcare workers. There are no, it's everybody, everybody. In, everybody in some you know facet of employment. Uh, it you know th their employers are debating these issues. We've got business leaders that are debating what to do because there, there's some litigious issues that haven't been worked out yet. And you know I, I think there's an understanding, especially with the, the larger conglomerates who have a, a battery of attorneys. Well, let, let's mandate this and then we'll figure out what shakes out in, in the Supreme Court. But by that time, potentially the damage is done, right? Correct. That is that is a significant concern. And I think that's why the healthcare workers are, you know, coming together and saying we're not going to do this. We have to be the the leader in this, you know, I'm, at least that's how I feel that, you know, we shouldn't be mandating medicine. You know, what, what if we started mandating diabetics take insulin? Or we started mandating that um, you have a heart condition and if you don't take your medicine, then we're not gonna help you. There is a very, very fine line when it comes to mandating what people do with their body. And unfortunately we are, we are approaching that line. Someone mentioned hydroxychloroquine on here. I was prescribed hydroxychloroquine for something else 
Uh, I took it for I took it for a year. I mean, maybe that helped me make it through this. I have no idea. But I know you guys. Unfortunately, that became a very hot topic. Um, And my concern is that because it was doing something positive, and they did not want that to be known. Unfortunately, I I had. We're not giving medical advice. I'm not a doctor, you know. But for me, honestly, I, I had zero side effects. It was, uh, it's a very, again, it's a well tested. It's very, it's old. It's been on the market for a very long time and it's, it's, it's financially affordable and yeah. it's not expensive. And I think that played into it, unfortunately, which is very sad because that's not how it should be. Yeah. So for everybody that, that's watching and asking for links and whatnot, uh, we're going to get those put up for you guys. Yes, um, definitely. And- is there anything else that, that you, you would like to get out? If you had a closing 30-second canned message, what, what would it be? It would be that we need other people to come forward and say that they are not okay with this. Um, we need support because it's very difficult to make this step and put yourself out there like that, as you have seen in your spam folder. <laughs> it's very right. difficult. Um, so, you know, stand up for what you believe in, make sure that you're, you know, you're, you're informed. You've seen both sides of the research. You look into everything before you make a decision. And that's how it should have always been. That is how you should be. We should be practicing medicine that way. You should be getting all sides of the coin before you make a decision. So please make sure that you're looking at everything. That is super important. To all the nurses and healthcare workers, your heroes, I just want to say, um, please ignore the cyberbullying, ignore the people yes. that are, are coming at you because they say some unbelievable things. I'm sick of reading comments like, you know, if you don't want to take the vaccine, you shouldn't be a nurse. You should never went to medical yes. school. Things we have like to that. Have, you know. have to have critical thinking in medicine. You have to have people who think differently. Everybody cannot think the same way. That defeats the purpose of medicine is to be able to, to it's, it defeats the scientific process. That's essentially what it does. When you're so one-sided, so one-tracked, and you're not able to see both sides, it, it's, it's damaging. Yeah, certainly. Well, you're heroes, and we love you guys. Yeah, uh, really quick. Thank you very much. Uh, Olga, uh, has uh, asked if there's any uh, large-scale lawsuits going on. I think I can answer that and says There was one that I saw posted recently. I have not looked into it. It is in Tennessee. There is a lawyer who has stepped up and put his neck on the line for those workers in Tennessee. I think there was also interesting to see. I think there was also one in Texas that was rejected for hearing uh, that's going to be going on. That one was rejected um, by the initial Supreme Court, or I think it was Texas Supreme Court, um, and they are continuing to um, process and move through that. Yep. So uh, officially, though, there is no case law on this. Uh, everybody that's watching there is not. It is. It is completely unprecedented. And um, we. I've been a part of other groups who have had um, meetings with different lawyers in different states, and they have said it's unprecedented, and there is no case law to look back to. And it's basically we're going to see what happens from here on out. 
Speaking of case law, if there's any lawyers watching this live stream, please, please reach, out. reach out to us. If you're willing to put yourself out there, we will support you and back you just as we, you know, hope that you would do them for us. We are definitely looking for help anywhere for everyone. Doctors. There is, there is not a lot of help out there for us right, right now. Any doctors that want to speak up, biologists, any kind of in, in the science field, any other scientists? And, and to be honest, there really are. There are scientists from around the world that are sounding the alarm and they are being silenced and told that what they are saying should not be presented to the public. And it is very scary. And to our watchers, we have a constant stream of 300 watchers. Please, please, please share this live stream. It's going to be saved in, in the interweb forever. Uh, please share, please share, yes. please share. And then, uh, Stephanie, I want to thank you for coming on uh, today. Thank I you hope for having me. I appreciate it. Anything else, though? Anything else while we have you? No, I, I'm, I'm, I just make sure that you are informed and you're making good choices, and it is your choice. No one can mandate you to do this. It is your body and your choice. We have to stand together. We do. We have to stand together. That's the only your, way to make this stop. And thanks for your patience for our 45-minute delay and our technical difficulty. You're all good. Yes. <laughs> so, no problem at all. So we've hit our sweet spot of where we start losing people's attention. We've been doing enough of these that we know. Um, sure. We hope... Yeah. We hope that maybe uh, in the near future, we can have a conversation. Uh, it might not be a live stream, but we can have a more in-depth structured conversation. We thought it was important to get you live in front of people sure. right now. And then we can uh, we can do proper editing and, and we can actually, uh, you know, publicize it a little bit more. But I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for, you know, for taking time well, thank today. Thank you for us. reaching out and, you know, putting your necks out there and having us on. It, it's, it, you know, it comes with consequences, as you saw. <laughs> So, uh, so me and Mike, we've, we've really been just struck by this. Uh, we've been putting our heads together for three straight days. You know, how can we keep helping? We just, all we want to do is, this is all we're focused on. We're going to ride this wave as far as it'll take us. Until we're deplatformed. Unfortunately, I think eventually they come if you keep talking like this. They I've got goosebumps you know? right now. Right. It, I, it's just so important to me, but... I don't care if we travel, if we meet up, if you have an event that we can be at, yes. um, we are going to make this happen because this is so, so important. Yeah, we can set up our live streams at the events and, and we, it seems like we've got tens of thousands of followers uh, that, that, are, sure. uh, that, that are, are, are ready to help. You know, nurses we spent the last year and a half putting their necks out. They worked with PPE that was reused. They didn't have masks, they didn't have gowns, they didn't have supplies, there were no gloves. They you know, didn't go home to their families in the beginning because they were terrified. They weren't hugging their kids, they weren't hugging their husbands. They, this has been traumatizing. And to come to this point, and for some of them to have contracted COVID, had very serious complications from that, and now be told that their natural infection is not valid enough, after all that they have been through, it's just simply wrong. Can you imagine? Well, of course you can, but to the to the watchers, the listeners, uh, driving with a bottle of Lysol in your car, getting out of your car in your garage, taking your clothes off, spraying yep. Lysol, spraying your shoes, spraying everything, walking into the house naked, can't give your children and husband a hug and a kiss, right to the shower, been up moving around. You're on a 12-hour shift, but you're probably working 14. 
people are yep. calling off, you know, how yeah, you guys are heroes, you're heroes. You know, I saw people that were, you know, sleeping in tents in their garage to stay away from their family members. And then to be told 18 months later that all that, all that you went through was not enough. And we are going to get rid of you because you want to say no to something that, that in any other scenario, you're able to say no to you're a patient, you get to say no. Why do we not have the same rights? Right. All right. Well, Stephanie, thank you again for joining us. And uh, right, thank you for having me look forward to the next one. Yep. And to you watchers, hey, don't let this die. Keep yes. Keep share, share, share. Yeah, we have to do this together. Yes. Thank you guys all so much. We'll talk Night to you all soon. Right. Yes. Thank you. Bye.